Loz and Tomo. Top of the morning for you. Triple M's weekend breakfast. But right now, we've got to talk about this, this lady, mm. Sarah Rodo, her name is. Rodo? She's 23 years old. And she's in love with a plane. Okay. Okay, so she calls it her boyfriend. The plane's called Dickie, <laughs> which, I, yeah, I don't, I don't want to go too much into the name of the plane, but, uh, but Dickie. So she says that she's uh, absolutely and utterly in love with this thing. She's sexually attracted to inanimate objects and that she's head over heels in love with the plane. And, uh, How big is yeah. it? Well, is it, it a toy one? It is. A, it's not really. It's a. It's the way that I'm looking at the picture here of Dicky. It's it's probably a good. I don't know. It'd be a good two and a half foot. Okay. Two and a half foot. So you could. You know. It's yeah. It's. It does it know. have an engine? Does it fly like with a remote control? Or I haven't read too it's much. It's just in, a model. I haven't read too much into the details. <laughs> I'll show you the photo right here over the top. So. She's she's sort of forward spooning it at the moment. This plane. It's a it's a good size plane. That was one of the most disturbing things I've ever seen. <laughs> but you hear all this stuff, don't you? You hear that that people that are in love with, you know. Uh, What's her name again? Sarah Roto. Where we're going, we don't need Rotos. Oh no! Oh, come on. Because <laughs> they fly. Yeah, I get you, mate. And she likes planes. Yeah, she likes Dicky. That's what it's called. <laughs> well, she doesn't like real Dicky. Um, that's the problem, I think. That's okay. what's going on. She's attracted to inanimate objects. Yeah, that's right. She's got a disease. Yeah, she, because oh, this isn't right. No, it, it's not. It's not right. But you hear all this stuff all the time, and these articles pop up on Lad Bible or News dot com, whatever. Mm. And people are in love with a fridge. Yeah. Or people are in love. A with... ghost. A woman dated a ghost. There you go. See, which doesn't exist, but she see, thought it did. <laughs> And I'm not I'm not condoning this behaviour at all with Sarah Rodo and the Dicky, mm. but at least a plane is impressive. It's do you know it's what I mean? In a way, in a way, it is really, really impressive. You know, like, and I know it's a model of it, and but this is the thing that can get you from A to B. Yeah, it can get you from here eight hours in a car. It can get you oh, forty you mean minutes travelling. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah, a plane yeah, yeah. is impressive. A fridge or an iron. Come on. <laughs> See, what I think the problem with this stuff is like, you know, Lad Bible and Metro and The Sun, they all post these articles. Yeah. And really what they're doing is normalising freaks. Yeah, that's it. Because these people are sick. Yeah. They're not mentally well. Mm. And if you are out there and you get your rocks off to a model plane and you're listening to this thinking that we're making you like think it's okay. Yeah. No. No. Call a health professional immediately. And change the dial to Nova. <laughs> When did you copy your hero, though? I just want to text in 048 for just a quick one. Um, Malcolm Blight's been in the news all week. Yep. Uh, he he made some comments about the Crows not improving, um, and it's been revealed that it was just slightly out of context, taken out of context. He went on his radio show. That's unlike media. Yeah, that's a lot of media. <laughs> that's strange. Um, he said it was a bit of an unfair headline, yep. yada, yada, yada. The Crows will improve. They're just going through a rough patch, yada, yada. Anyway, but it made me think about Malcolm Blight and the way that he was the king in my childhood in it. Like growing up the 97, 98 premiership, I was six and seven when they won. Malcolm Blight was the Messiah. We worshipped him in, in our house. Mm. I, and it was this weird sort of distilled moment in history where I probably couldn't tell you all the names of the players on the Crow side now, but I could tell you the names of who played on those Back sides then, yeah. in 1997. James like, Tyson. Ben Hart. Yeah. Just some random names. Kane Johnson's always Kane a good one. Johnson. Troy Bond. <laughs> Mate, Shane Ellen went forward in 97 and kicked five. It was, yeah. And, and then you got the obvious ones like yep. Rue and yeah, Andrew it. McLeod. And Darren Modra German. didn't play. That's a yep. misconception. Dropped for one. And then uh, in, did his knee in the other. 
Yeah, well, that had something to do with Messiah too. Anyway, mm. we're going to talk about that. But I saw Malcolm Blight out and about one day, and I was probably 24, 25 at the time. Mm. Immediately knew who he was, immediately went weird and sort of starstruck. He was standing in front of me at a, in line to get a coffee. And to to that point, I was a cappuccino girl, a yeah. single shot cappuccino. That was what I'd always had since I'd started drinking coffee at like basic. 16. Basic bitch. Mm. Malcolm Blight's in front of me. He goes up to the counter and he goes, um, double shot flat white, thanks. Take away. Anyway, they make it up for him. He walks away and I walk up and instead of ordering a cappuccino, mm-hmm. I said, double shot flat white, please. Oh, perfect. I want Malcolm's having. And that just knocks your socks off at 24 too. Oh, mate. Yeah. I was up for days. Big time. I had that and I've had it every, every day since mm. because of Malcolm Blight. And I, I don't know whether, you know... It, it, that's the right thing to do. Mm. I don't know whether it's been good for my health, yep. but I'll never stop. So I, I want to tell you a quick story about Malcolm White because I had one about copying a hero, but I don't, I don't want to go with it. I want to go with this because okay. my old man's run with this and I don't actually know if it's true or not, <laughs> but he's run with this for a decade plus. Okay. So when we first, like my grandfather, my dad's dad was a big port drinker. Okay. okay. Big port drinker. Always through the winter, always have a nip of port and all of this. Yeah. And my, n- guarantee. Guarantee every time that I have a port with my old man, he, he'll have a little nip and he'll sip it and he goes, you know, Tomo, Malcolm Blight used to drink this by the schooner. <laughs> Malcolm Blight, there is a conception out there that Malcolm Blight drinks port by the skewy. Okay. See, this is really upsetting because now I'm going to have to do that because <laughs> I drink what he drinks. If you can stand on your feet after two schooners of port, you are the messiah. <laughs> a headline's come out this week, uh, this week, I should say. A boy who took $27,000 from his parents spent thousands of it at school. So there's a couple of things here. Now, the first one is we've all done this a little bit, whether you, you do it accidentally in terms of on your, your parents' phone or something In-app like that. purchases. There you go. Yeah. You're, you're racking up the Ring bill. On, there you go. You're racking up polyphonic, <laughs> obviously. You're racking up the bill on the, on the phone and you don't really know that you're doing it. This yep. kid, complete opposite. He took $27,000 out the safe, if you don't mind. Oh, my God. Screams of cashies from the old man just quietly. <laughs> Screams of cash. Who has that much yep. cash in their safe? I know. Something is wrong. And that's why they're so furious yeah. because the ATO is going, <laughs> hello. <laughs> anyway, $27,000. So he spent 14000 of it on the game Fortnite, which oh. I thought was out of fad by now. And $13,000 so was spent on students with a year eight boy receiving $500. Okay, Fortnite may yep. as well have been Snake yeah, good on a call. Nokia. Yeah, I couldn't agree How more. embarrassing. Yep, not on, not um, on. Well, look, he's obviously in a massive amount of trouble and I don't know what's going on in their home life because yeah. that I was terrified when I was a kid to accidentally spend my parents' money. Yeah. I mean, my mum was so pedantic about anyone going through her wallet. Like, we were never allowed to fish in her wallet yeah, to same, get money. Like, same. we weren't allowed to touch my mum's wallet. Yep. Um, she counted it all. She mm. knew it was all mm. there. So, no, but I did once, there were two incidents where I cost my parents quite a bit of money and it was a full-on accident. Oh, wow. Not necessarily accident. It was unintentional. Um, Guy Sebastian, when he was in the final yeah. of Australian Idol, oh, no. I did call a few hundred times from oh, the home phone. Oh, no, Loz. Come on. Come on. <laughs> really? What? He was an Adelaide boy. Yeah, I understand Family that. Family friend. This is a man that stole a sausage off you at a barbecue as I know, well. I know. And I, I should have hated him. Yeah. But I couldn't hate that chubby little 
throw man. This is actually, this paints a bit of a picture for you. Guys do something disrespectful and you fall in love with them. <laughs> Spend heaps of money on them. Yeah, it's a sort of pattern for my life. And then the other one was we used to buy hours for the internet back in the day. So what, what, On dial-up or Adam yeah, Internet. Yeah, Adam Internet dial-up. Yeah, you would yeah. buy hours and then you would use them up, sort of like phone credit yep, or whatever. Yep. And Dad would buy 100 hours a month. But me and my friends had this sleepover <laughs> yeah. where we were trying to download a video of LimeWire. And it was going all oh, night, no. and we used up like forty-eight hours. Oh, seriously! <laughs> it like LimeWire back in the day was the sure. equivalent of unsafe sex. Yeah. <laughs> the viruses, it, wasn't it, Crook? My old man did this as well, Loz. What he'd do was he'd give you the same thing. So he, my old man would use the internet, and we were with Adam Internet back then. Yeah, for maybe. Maybe once a month. Yeah. It would be once a month, okay? And me and my two brothers were always on the internet or you'd connect the Xbox and you'd play online. We yeah. were always on it. The one time, and I, this, this is fair dinkum, the one time the old man would want to jump on there for work. <laughs> Two invoices. Crash. <laughs> Crashed. What's this bloody thing? Spending 40 bucks a month and one time I want to use it. Ruined it! <laughs> So something has blown up this week over in Sweden, Loz, which yes. is uh, quite incredible. Our producer, Alicia, joins us. Hello. Hi. Now, what's happening here, please? Because this is about feeding guest kids. Yes. So the internet has sort of gone into disarray yeah. and everybody's blown up about this because um, we found out that Swedes don't feed their guests. <laughs> yeah, okay. So like if your kids got their friends around. For a sleepover. Or whatever. Yeah. Like, you know, when you go after school. What, you yeah. got to bring a packed lunch? They don't feed you dinner. They'll feed the kid dinner. They don't feed the guest dinner. And that's, that's just normal culture for them. Now, that is weird. That is really, really Swedes strange. Swedes don't feed. Oh, there you go. The Swede don't feed, brother. The Swede don't feed. Um, that makes me really uncomfortable because my biggest fear when I was a child at other people's houses for dinner was that I was a massive imposition. Yep. I felt so embarrassed yeah, sitting around their family table eating their food like... Like I was stealing from them or something. Do you remember like, that feeling? Do you remember? Did you get this? So when we were at the top of the driveway, getting dropped off for a sleepover at little Johnny's yeah, house, yeah, and my mum <laughs> drilled into me yeah. about manners. Yeah, it was if you weren't on your best behaviour, yep. look out. Yep. it was a massive thing. And you're sitting there, knife and fork. You got yep. your napkin on your Elbows bloody knees, off the table. and then you got your mate's dad that's half pissed down the <laughs> other end. Does not give a flying f no, about I anything. Know. I know. I got told, and I don't know why they thought I would suddenly be a fussy child because yeah. I ate absolutely everything. Yeah. But my mum was like, my Canadian mum was like, it doesn't matter what they put down in front of you. It could be prison gruel. You eat it, you, you eat it. the plate clean. Yeah. You don't let anything go to waste. Yep. So I was there like, good life seconds, yeah. no matter what it was, Into just it. trying to make sure they knew that I enjoyed it. Mm. And the friend's mum's like, geez, Laura's eating a bit. <laughs> comes around here and the hoovers old it up. Paracone, kid. <laughs> so sweets don't feed. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, back to the rhyming slate. <laughs> Sweet don't feed. Let's start the hashtag. Let's get a viral. <laughs> so when my housemate and I had COVID in the last week, we were trapped at home. Yep. And as you can imagine, the conversations went a bit weird, you yep. know. 
They just lead to strange places yeah. and you find out things about each other a week at home trapped in the house. Especially when you guys don't see each other that often. Yeah, Obviously, no. you're up throughout the week with Brecky Radio and she's a lawyer or something, isn't yeah, she? Yeah, she's got a nine to five. Yeah. So she gets home at like 6.30 at night and I'm pretty much in bed by Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and I'm up way before her. So yeah. yeah, it was actually quite fun hanging out. We learned a lot about each other. She told me that she used to live opposite a cemetery cool. in Paynham and she said she learned a lot about cemeteries and graves wow. while she was there. And this blew my mind. Mm. I don't know if you guys know this. So she lived in the dead centre of Paynham. <laughs> what do you mean? Oh. <laughs> oh, oh, bang. That's just, that's nice, actually. That's <laughs> nice. That makes me feel nice, warm, fuzzy, beautiful. The dead centre. Okay. <laughs> I find puns disgusting. Oh, really? So, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Just going to need a minute. No, that's okay. Um, she told me that when you die, you get a hundred year lease on the plot. Like you were there for a hundred years. They can't do anything to it. Right. But then when the hundred years is over, no, no, this is true. When the hundred years is over, unless the family intervene and say, we want to keep it there. You're no longer the inhabitor of that space. Right. What they do is they, they do not take your body out. They dig deeper and puts you down deep and put someone else on top of you that and replace the tombstone. That yes, is it is not true. 100% true. This is 100% true. This is how they do Because you can't just have people dying, like, because dead bodies would just gather. Yeah. Like, the bodies have to go somewhere at some point. Otherwise, we'll never have a cemetery big enough so for when, all the people who are dying. Well, wow. Yeah. So 100 years from your death, you will be tunnel deep into the earth and they'll put another body on top of you. Do you find that disrespectful? Yes. And I find it terrifying. Like I'm, who am I sharing my grave with? What if he was a murderer or a creep? Oh, this is unbelievable. Isn't that crazy? So my grandparents, right? So my grandma, who I actually didn't meet, mm. so she'd passed away before I was born, mm-hmm. was buried. And then my grandfather passed away, you know, it was, oh, I think I was about eight or nine, mm. was buried right next to oh, her. So they lovely. could be together. You know, together. And I yeah. just thought, that is just you're so wholesome. You know, I was, <laughs> I was about nine or ten years old. I'm like, that is beautiful. So you're telling me mm. in about 90 years, <laughs> they're going to get pushed further down <laughs> yeah. and we're going to get Derek to jump on top of them. Yeah, and it's going to be the weirdest three-way you've ever... Oh, no, come yeah. on. <laughs> it's just not a situation that I want to be in. How is that a thing? Surely we can just... Oh, now I'm going... I'm really... It's probably been a bit flippant here, but... Is there a, a possibility that we could move out, out of the, you know, into the country a little bit and do a whole other cemetery in Cooper Pedy? Do you know what I mean? I don't know. Like, surely, like... There's another way. Yeah, there's got to be another got... way than just stacking bodies up on top of each other. No. To me, that just sounds inhumane. It is inhumane. How deep do you dig before you're just at the centre of the earth? Oh, man. In 500 years, you're just burning up with the lava. Oh, no. I don't like it. I'm but rattled by this. I So, slightly off, but still on topic. With the tombstone, right, yeah. I have... So I have an idea in my head of what I want on my tombstone. Really? And I saw it on a tombstone in Ireland and it was this old tombstone, right? And trust the Irish to like use it as a joke. But on the tombstone, it said nothing. It just said her name down the bottom and the years that she was alive. And then the inscription just said, I told you I was sick. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) I told you I was sick. Very good. Very good. 
right now, it's time for Loz and Tomo's Weekend Bricky Buzz Off. Okay, so any new listeners out there, how does this game go? Loz Producer Alicia, good morning. Hello. You're going to give Tomo and I a category in a letter, and we're yes. going to say the first thing that possibly comes to our mind that fits. Yeah. So can you give us an example round? Name a sport starting with the letter T. Tennis. Tennis. Yeah, that's me. That sort of thing. Yeah. No, it was me. Oh, I think it was me, mate. Mate. You just... I'm telling you right now, Loz, I'm not losing today. <laughs> okay. Well, that's not how it works. Your nickname you is Lozzy Loser today. <laughs> okay. Let's go. <laughs> okay. Mark the menace. All right. <laughs> Lozzy Loser. Best out of five. <laughs> yep. Name a vegetable starting with the letter C. Carrot. Carrot. Oh, that's Lozzy. Sorry, was that Lozzy Loser or...? <laughs> okay. Is that, is that the term you use? Name a country. Oh, no. Starting with the letter Z. Zimbabwe. Yeah. Wow, I did not see Mm. that for you. (laughs) No, neither did I. Don't worry. Neither did my geography teacher either. You could barely say the word geography. I'm struggling there. I'm really nervous. I'm like, is it geography or history? One or the other? (laughs) Okay. Name an element. Oh, what? Don't get... Starting with the letter H. H2O. Hydrogen. Hydrogen. Yeah. H2O is not an element. <laughs> hey, don't get scientific on me. I'm telling you, this will be your last show. <laughs> this is what we're dealing with. The iron fist. <laughs> All right. Lozzy, mm-hmm. for the win. Name an ice cream flavour. Oh, here we go. That's up the alley, Tom Dog. <laughs> Starting with the letter B. Banana. Yes. He's Come back on. in the game. <laughs> oh, All right. Shut up, would you? <laughs> Is that your laptop? Yeah, my laptop. Sorry. <laughs> Another weird professional. Can you imagine Tom O'Hara's laptops making noises? <laughs> you be quiet. <laughs> Another weird subscription that's come in just after eight o'clock. What the hell? <laughs> Happens every week. <laughs> All right, we're two each. We're going dead set to the head. Oh, if that's a saying. Whatever. Never heard that before. <laughs> what it said in the subscription, actually. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Name a suburb in South Australia. Come on. Starting with the letter L. Rock, please. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. That's for Tomo. Come on. <laughs> Maybe it is Lozzy Loser. You all. have ugly feet. <laughs> <laughs> Back to the laptop. So how did you make do? Yeah. So something happened to us the other day at my house and <laughs> we had to make do. Yeah. And it was a little bit, it was a bit messy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, we got there in the end. Yep. Um, the coffee smashed the jar of Makona oh. across the whole floor. Big dog? Big d- Oh, yeah, the big jar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What would you think? What did you think <laughs> I, I was know. going with? I thought you were just asking me if I have a big dog. Oh, no. 
don't know. The would, big dog. The would, big doggy dog. Yeah, the, the, the massive one. They're, yeah. That's the way to go. Bang for your buck. It's bang like for your buck. And 25 what? bucks or something, but it's worth it. When I get the little jar, I'm like, what, Laura? Do you think you're not going to yeah. need coffee at some point? Exactly. You're addicted for life. Great this call. is this Great is happening call. forever. It's like petrol. Why don't you just fill up the whole tank? Yeah, which you don't do either. <laughs> I know. I know. Which you don't do. I know. Cause do, you I ever, keep... <laughs> do you find that weird? Like when you fill up, you know, $27 and then you only pay three months of rego? <laughs> Yeah, I do like, that Like, you're not well. getting a new car in 12 months, mate. I, I just have this feeling that I'm going to die yeah. <laughs> and not get my use out Probably of it. Probably not the best way to live your life, mate. <laughs> Living week to week. How did you make Dodge go? That's what, that's what we're asking. So, we have one of those mops. So, obviously, it's all on the floor. And yeah, then yeah. there was a bit of water on the floor, so it made a bit of a oh, juice. Yeah, and it was yeah. like, co- I guess it's coffee, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> water and coffee granules. You lick the floor? <laughs> so, that's how we made do. Bit of milk. <laughs> Sugar. Um, the mop that we normally use is one of those squeegee ones where you like pull it oh, and it beautiful. retracts, and yeah. it. But it broke. Oh, it no. broke as we were doing it. Oh no! So I didn't have a mop. Mm. Covered floors with coffee. So I did what I had to do, and I spray and wiped the kitchen floor and the living room floor oh, on my hands and knees. So I swept it up or vacuum? I did. I did a bit of both. Yep. So. Couldn't get into the nooks, got the vacuum cleaner out, yeah, and yeah, then yeah, I yeah. spray and wiped hands on my old floors, the whole floor. And I was like, I guess this is what people did before mops. Yeah, well, that's right. They wiped the floor yeah, down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So how long ago did this happen? Last week. And you've replaced the mop, obviously. Oh, well. <laughs> no. Why? Because you know that I won't replace it until it gets to so the point So we've just got it's... filthy floors all over the house. No, mopping once a week is fine. Is that I reckon, is it fine once a week? A leash, what do you do? Yeah, once a week. Once a week, or once every couple of weeks. Once Depends every. Depends how, di- how dirty are you. I mean, you've got a dog though. So yeah, he's that's an issue. Stuff all that's through. an issue. I've seen your yeah. hobbit feet, and I know what you're traipsing in <laughs> yeah. through the house. But I don't the know. The dog's it's... the least of their worries. Yeah, that is true. Uh, I think tiles. Well, we have tiles at mm. home, so we're we're sort of a couple of times a week. Yeah, but you're. <laughs> We love cleaning. I don't think when you say cleaning. we, yeah. Yeah. when you say yeah. we, my beautiful button. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. So, how did you make do? So, this happened to me as well. Actually, last Friday night was. Mm-hmm. What'd you do? Um, where I was cooking. When I say I, <laughs> Charlie was cooking spaghetti bolognese <laughs> on the stove. Okay, mm-hmm. out of nowhere, conked out. Oh no! Halfway through the spaghetti, and mm. then halfway through the sauce as well. Mm. What do you do in that situation? Like, com- like gone, completely yeah. okay. gone, stove cooked. I don't know. How did you make do? Barbecue. <laughs> okay. Took it outside to the barbecue, <laughs> put the, the the pot onto the grill, yep. onto the Hungry Jack's grill there, <laughs> boom, on top, cooked the meat up and had, uh, you know, had a crack at it. Wow. Horrible. Yeah. Absolutely horrible. Terrible. And I burnt the pot. Yeah. It wasn't a good situation, but I made do. I had, <laughs> made do. I had dinner that night. So that's what we're asking on 04885 I got one more. Go on. I fried a piece of bacon on an iron. Oh, that's good. Yeah. That's very good. Yeah. We had the gas cut off wow. for like something, I don't know. Yep. And I had a fellow over and in the morning I said I'd cook us some breakfast. Did a bit of toast, scrambled eggs in the microwave. Yeah. And then I said, oh, bacon. And I looked over at the counter and the iron was there because my housemaid had been ironing her shirt. What an iron. And I thought, effort. Wow. Chucked it on there. Took a while. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, fair. And I, out of habit, kept steaming the water on it, which was ruining everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it was good. Nothing better than a bit of crunchy <laughs> bacon with some denim attached to it, <laughs> hey? 
1047. That's the text line. Hit us up. Kelly's messaged in. She's a hairdresser. She said, I was doing a bride's hair, went through my kit, mm-hmm. um, and I'd left my teasing comb at home. Now, I don't know if you... Nah, well, you need to explain this, mate, because okay. to me, it's not a big issue. You just, oh, any, you a no comb's idea. a comb, sure. No, a teasing comb is very important. Right. Um, it's fine. It can get in and really get to the root of the thing. And if all you've got is a hairbrush, you can't do the same thing with it. Yep. And the basis of any kind of updo, any kind of bridal hair needs teasing at the root, needs it as a foundation because essentially your hair is just sort of flimsy. But mm. if you tease it, you're creating a sort of foundation where you can stick pins in wow. like a sort of sponge. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. So she says she left the teasing comb at home. Uh-huh. She went into the kitchenette and got a small salad fork out. Oh, that's not bad. It wasn't the same exactly, that's but it did bad. the job. Wow. Can you imagine it's your wedding day? Yeah. You're paying a grand for a hairdresser mm. and she's forking you. And you got a fork in your head? It's meant to be happening after the ceremony. <laughs> what? Um, I thought triple eight five one oh four seven. How did you make do? Uh, Cameron sent in, hey guys, love the show. Um, clogged the toilet once and yeah. didn't have a plunger. This is what he's written here, and use the glad wrap trick. So I've just Googled the glad wrap trick. Huh? So I assume this is what he's done. So I've just typed in on Google then, glad wrap trip, uh, trick, <laughs> block toilet. So what you do, you, you glad wrap over the top of the toilet completely mm. and you push down on the glad wrap. Because of that, there's no air bubbles oh. that come out. And then the suction sucks it up the S-bend. Oh, my God. So I assume that's what he made. Cameron. When I put glad wrap on a toilet, it's to prank someone. Yeah, that's right. Exactly. So they get that's, pool that's over good. themselves. Now, my good mate Fieldsy in the middle of the pandemic last year, mm. or a couple of years ago, actually, yep. face masks were so expensive. Yep. And it was, either he wasn't, he couldn't go out or I can't remember what it was. He, he needed been a mask. In, he might have been in isolation himself. I'm not yeah. sure. But he he used an old sock <laughs> that he sewed up yeah. as a mask. Yeah. Incredible. One of the hottest things I've ever heard, because there's nothing hotter than a man who can sew and make his own stuff. With a dirty sock on his face, that's yeah. hot. Yeah, because it mixes the two elements. He's got a feminine side, mm. but it's a grubby old sock. Wow. Okay. Unbelievable. Easy to please over here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, um, just a real insight, to be honest, into Lozzie's love life. Now, Lozzie, I want to talk about winter go-tos. We've just mm-hmm. ticked over into the freaking the worst time of the year. Arctic blast. I hate it. I hate these three months with a vengeance. I hate the end of it, yep. but I like the beginning because I love change. You do, don't so you? So any seasonal change is exciting for me because I'm already sick of whatever's going yeah, yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love summer. At the end of it, I'm ready for it to go. Yep. Love winter. By the end of it, I've got such bad seasonal depression. I know. I've barely seen my family in months. Yeah. Got acne, dry skin. The whole thing's horrible. Honestly, because that's a thing. And I can't even remember what it's called, but it's the lack of vitamin, vitamin D. D. yeah. And it, it can actually bring on depression. Yeah, so, and the, the, we get a lot of, through the light in our eyes, mm. it, there's some scientific thing that happens, but it creates happiness by having UV rays go into your eyes. Yeah. And if you have that, it's like in, um, it's like in Alaska. You know how they have night times that last... Like weeks, oh, they the have worst. to wear these UV light yep. things in their eyes, otherwise they get chronic depression. Yes. so it's a real thing. Wow. So the winter go-tos I want to talk about right now. What are yours? This is the the only thing that I like about it. The only thing mm. is I get new trackies every single winter. Yep. And there is nothing better oh. than putting on new trackies Fluffy. and some new socks Ugg and sitting. Oh yeah, I do. On I top, do, I love an Ugg boot, and then just sitting on the couch. And either watching Friday night footy or your Sunday afternoon and you, you have a stout 
I, oh. I love a winter stout, but yep. that's the only time I'll drink it. Is the first is in winter, obviously those yep. couple of months. I'll have a couple of stouts throughout the yep. the season. But that's yeah, you change the kegs over from beer to stout. Yeah, um, I'll I'll go from white wine to red wine. You do, you know, do you? yeah. Yeah, can't be drinking a crisp white See, on a ten degree day. But this is the thing. I wonder if people do do that. No, they have to. If they're drinking, no, 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 Loz. I want, uh, I'm sorry. I'm. I just want to cut you off. I wonder if people do drink white wine in <gasps> winter. I wonder if people do. Psychopaths. Oh. I do. What are you doing? Why? I don't, like I don't like red wine. Hang on. So you drink? It's a freezing cold, brisk night there, producer Alicia. Yeah. It's eight degrees on yeah. Pill Street, and you're walking in there and go, you know what, love? I'm going to grab a white, thanks. Yeah. No way. Chuck an ice cube in there. I had a white wine like yesterday. Wow. Oh, you're wrong in the head. Wow. <laughs> That's like drinking stout when it's 41. Yuck. Yuck. It's beautiful. Yeah. And the alcohol warms you up inside. It might nah. be cold going in, but it's warm when it gets in you. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, what I do every winter is I get myself a nice coat and I'll get some fingerless gloves. Fingerless gloves. Yeah. What's the point? <laughs> no, Your you... phalanges are freezing, mate. <laughs> no, you have no idea how good they are. Fingerless gloves. Mate, have you ever tried to unlock an iPhone with gloves on? Oh, so it's all about the technology. And I did actually have, I did actually have a full, a set of full fingered gloves, but I cut the tips off oh, my forefinger and thumb. But it looked very shady. <laughs> that, ladies and gentlemen, is an addiction. <laughs> it looked like I needed them for something much grosser than using my phone. <laughs> yeah. The hell! This was meant to be a nice, wholesome chat about winter go-tos. But it is wholesome. You turn it into innuendo. No, but I was just using my phone and rolling cigarettes with it. Oh. But oh god! So we're now we're into the old the dark part. Back then, not anymore. Wow! Now I buy tailors. That's it. Next year, quit your way in May. Triple M. I'm joking. Don't smoke. It's bad. But right now, Loz, I want to talk about this. Big Shed Brewing, good friends of ours here Our at Triple mates, M. Yep. Made the Triple M beer. That Delicious. Was, oh, how good was it? I'm, I'm sad that we don't have more. <sighs> I think hopefully we can organise an, another yeah. run. I mean, I'm not promising anything. I have no idea. <laughs> Packed a punch, though, too. It did pack a punch. Ooh. It was a delight. Unbelievable. Anyway, Big Shed Brewing has joined up with the precious South Aussie treasure, Matani, yes. to release a chicken salt flavoured oh, beer. How good's that? See I, see, I think it'll be an interesting taste. I'm not sure if I'm all for it. Like, you can't. I don't know. This is the way that I uh, think a beer is good or not. And I, I need to change my tune on this is I need to have like multiple of them. If I can have a session with them, happy days. Right. See, so you you don't want to just have one and then be done with it. Yeah. One and done. But you, I need to change my tune on that because there's so many different flavors mm. where I could chop and change. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I think that what I find so amazing about the when they do a, a beer sort of team up mm. Is the way that they get the flavour of the combo in there mm. without it being overpowering. That's a good call. Just a hint of it. Big Shed Brewing are very good at that too. They are really yeah. good at it. And I think that's the important thing is that you're right. You don't want it to be sickly. Yeah. You don't want to drink it and feel like you're drinking salty water yep, or whatever. Yep, 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 yep. But the Matani chicken salt, we've mm. all got it in the pantry. Oh, Can I ask you, Alicia, you're from the UK. Yes. Had you heard of chicken salt before you came here? Never. And really? do you Never. enjoy it? Um... I will eat it. I don't. I wouldn't choose to have it. Right. Because mm. it's not like ingrained in me like it is with you guys, I think. I physically can't eat chips without it. Is that right? It has to be chicken salt. Wow. Like, I, yeah. I, I feel like the everything. way you feel about chicken salt is the way that I feel about vinegar. <gasps> yeah, I'm not a vinegar Throw man. some vinegar on them. Yeah, Love see, it. vinegar, I smell it and I just think of like sandals with no socks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm a bit like that too. <laughs> like old grandpa who wears those sweaty old sandals. Yeah, the old three-year-old Burks. Yeah. yeah. <gasps> I'm with you. Um, so 
If you could make a beer, like yep. a flavour, what would you do? Oh, for me, cheese and bacon shapes what? into a beer. I don't know why. I don't know why, you but I would. You could do a session of those. That's your requirement. Yeah, it is. It is. And I, no, I, I don't think I could. So my argument doesn't stack up. So no. I need to change my ways. I <laughs> yeah. need to change my ways. There's no doubt. I think it could work though. Um, I've had this idea for years and if anyone comes after it, I'll take you down. Wow. Um, uh, I have a friend who's a commercial lawyer and Must I'm not nice. kidding. <laughs> it is for them. <laughs> yeah. They make a lot of money. <laughs> yeah. Um, sour sob beer. So... We see those beers, the sours out there. You know, I'm a huge fan of sour beer. Mate, I, I love... think you need to explain what a sour sob is because there's, there's a lot of city slickers that we're speaking to that would have no idea outside the run of the CBD. Kidding. The sour sob. Okay. What's well, a sour sob, it's mate? It's a plant. Let me look it up and just make sure I get it. No, oh, It's the Bermuda Buttercup. Okay, that's what it's called. Is that what it's actually called? Yeah, the Bermuda Buttercup. Oh, of course, the city slickers would know that. I know. Okay, so it, it comes with clovers, you know, little clovers. Yeah, mate, I know. It's the long stem yep. with a little yellow buttercup flower on top. It looks like a little daffodil, doesn't yes, it? Yes, it does. Yeah. It looks like a tiny daffodil. They're yep. actually very sweet. They're beautiful. Um, and sour. Yeah. <laughs> the base, yep. you chew on it, yep. and it releases a fluid into your mouth, and it's a tart, oh, delicious honestly, fluid. It's like a warhead. It is. It's exactly like a warhead. I yep. was addicted to them as a child. I gave myself ulcers. And my mum told me the old story that it was cat piss. Oh, I got that too. That a cat had peed on it. And yes. that's why it was tart. Didn't bother me at all. In no. fact, I enjoyed it. And I thought, well, cat piss tastes pretty good then. Yeah, that's it. We should make a cat piss beer. Really? Yeah. I think they've got that. Oh, do they? Two is extra dry. <laughs> <laughs> you bastard. Triple M's Weekend Breakfast. Good morning. With Laws and Tomo. Good morning. 104.7 Triple M.